Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I'm pretty stoked for the shows, but I am very stoked for this show as well. We're sitting down here with James Downham, a country musician from Ontario. I'm just really excited for this because he really sounds like like the top 40 country that when people say country, this is what it sounds like. So it's pretty cool to get to talk to him. How's it going today, James? Uh, it's going very well. Thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate that. Right on. Well, I always like to get the show started. I like to just let you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your music, how you get started, kind of the little shtick with that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I'm in uh, uh, Stratford, Ontario. It's, uh, as most of your listeners probably know, it's the home of Justin Bieber. So, you know, I'm doing everything I can to get my name on the sign outside of town, you know, to say the home of James Downer. But there's a lot, a, a long way to go, I think. I, I was, I always wrote, songs when I was a kid I uh, had a good friend who um, uh, we wrote you know poetry and then we started writing songs and first silly songs and then more serious songs had a, an indie rock band when we were in university we were roommates together we did that for a few years and and then you know real life settled in but for many years I kind of kept my foot in music by singing in a Tim McGraw tribute act so played across uh, Canada and the States, for, did that for about 12 years. And through most of that, wasn't doing any original music at all. But back in 2015, which is a few years ago now, um, I won a, uh, a vocal competition Yeah, that was uh, called The Shot. And so that was season two, uh, kind of, I'm not even sure how I got convinced to participate, but I did and I, and I won. And that really just propelled me to get back into music, original music again, right? So kind of stopped doing the Tim McGraw thing and, and started doing my own band together. And it's kind of evolved over time. But I think, you know, where where it's kind of moved is more towards contemporary, radio-friendly, hopefully good country music. I don't think I thought I was in a country band when I started, but every time I sang, people were like, hey, I really like that country music. So I guess I couldn't get the Tim McGraw out of my voice. So yeah, and so here I am now doing doing the, the country music thing. It's been kind of an odd few years. Like I kind of did a bit of a reset recently, but with the pandemic, we weren't really performing live. I still have to figure out exactly what that looks like with the full band and, and that whole deal. But uh, enjoying music again is great. Awesome. So yeah, you, you did mention a little bit um, that you were in a band. So what we're going to listen to mainly is from your solo project, James Downham. But you do have another country band, the Durham County Band, which we'll talk a little bit about later on and we'll go more into depth. And then we'll also play the 2022 single from that because I listened to it this morning and I was like, this song slaps. I really like it. So I went in my Yee Yee playlist, which is my country music playlist. (laughs) So we'll go into that a little bit. But I want to talk about your latest single first, Raised On, I love that song. I really do. It's super upbeat. It really has that radio-friendly, quality country song, but it's not overly sad, which I really like. It's just such a, it's a good, wholesome, hearty song. So why don't you go ahead, tell me a little bit about that song, writing that song, the inspiration for that. Sure. I kind of have to backtrack a little bit on that one because... 
when the pandemic started and people weren't, you know, performing and doing music the way they normally did, um, I did what I think a lot of musicians did, which was join these like virtual songwriting groups, you know, a way to network and keep active with music. Um, it was new for me, co-writing, and through that, I ended up getting connected with some some writers, some Canadian writers, some Nashville writers, some international writers, and I connected with a songwriter named Trevor Peverly. And uh, he and I, along with my producer, Matt Cable, wrote uh, the first single off of my upcoming album we can talk a little bit more about, which was One Mile at a Time. So that came out in March of uh, this year. After that song came out and I realized I was putting out a whole album, I put a call out for some songs and one of the, just, you know, just to open my mind to the idea of connecting with other writers who had really good songs. And Trevor Peverly, who I had written with uh, One Mile at a Time with, uh, had written Raised On with another songwriter, Michael Saletta. So I didn't actually write the song. So I, I can't even tell you about the songwriting process, but they pitched that song to me. And um, I think sort of like you, you listened to it and you liked it. I listened to it and I'm like, oh man, like this is a great song. And so reached out and, and it was actually anonymous. So it's really funny because I got these, a whole bunch of songs pitched to me, but I didn't know who wrote them. But, uh, it's a, but it turned out that it was a writer that I'd already written with. And so I just knew that this is a song, like I identified with it. I'm, I'm from small towns and um, knew that this would, like it just sort of resonated with me. I thought it would resonate with a lot of people. We kicked it up a notch, I'd say, because it was a bit slower, sort of in the demo type version that I'd heard. But it was just such a strong song. Like I knew for sure this was one that I wanted to do. And I think that's an interesting thing about country music, um, perhaps more than, you know, rock or other genres where there's a really strong songwriting community of people who are not artists. So they're not writing songs for themselves that they expect to perform because they're a singer or a you know, guitar player or whatever. Some of these are really strong songwriters who, who aspire to be songwriters. And so I think country music uniquely has this outlet for those creative types. And so uh, for me, I think it was like, it's, it was great to record the song, but, to know that I'm giving life to somebody else's creation probably gives me as much satisfaction as when I record one of my own songs that I've written, right? That, that's how Raised On came to be. And as um, fate would have it, immediately following inter our interview, I am writing with uh, Trevor Peverly this afternoon. So like as soon as we're done, I'm hopping on a, on a virtual songwriting uh, call with him, and uh, which is pretty awesome. And he's in Vancouver or Vancouver area. And... So while the pandemic made things really difficult for, for a lot of people, it really opened up the possibility of being creative and writing with people all over the world. Didn't matter. Like I, you know, don't have to meet in somebody's living room and pick up a guitar and, you know, drive all day or anything like that. It, it's really fantastic. So that is so awesome. And honestly, super funny that you ended up getting one of his songs twice, like anonymously. That like, that's actually, that's pretty funny. That is fate. If I've ever heard it yeah and it's um how we linked up initially for for one mile at a time was um knowing i was going to work on this album and knowing i wanted to work on some new material my producer matt cable just set up a bunch of writing sessions with different writers like just expand my horizons and, and so we wrote one mile at a time with with trevor and um, and we've just scheduled a bunch of different writes with different people. So today, Trevor and I are writing with a, with a, another songwriter I've never met before. We haven't written together before. 
Um, we've written with some other people and we've, you know, put things in the calendar. So, you know, I think it's a really great way to just sort of see how your style fits with other people too. And obviously, you know, we wrote a song together that I liked enough to record and release. It kind of makes sense that, you know, I hear another song that he had a hand in and be like, Hey, I like how that works, right? We've already sort of established that we've got some, I guess, some things in common, but probably what makes these sorts of things work really well is having a bit of a different viewpoint for someone else and getting ideas out that you wouldn't get trying to write a song on your own too, so. Awesome. Well, let's spin Raised On and we'll also throw one mile at a time in there as well, just because why not? We can. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about your older music because one of your songs reminded me a lot of a great big sea song. So we'll talk about that after. (laughs) But first, here's Raised On. Daddy always taught me to go do the right thing. Find your way in and make a life worth living. Mama always told me, be like your daddy, save a little money and treat your girl like a lady. Say a prayer and spread some love, that's the kind of thing I was raised on. I was raised on Yes Ma'am and some damn good country music. The truth about happiness is that it starts with where you're looking What it means to be your best friend Being there for someone over and over again The kinds of things I was raised on I was raised on Yes Ma'am and some damn good country music 55 on back roads, Grandpa said Church, and no, that front porch will light the way home. 
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise today. We're sitting down here with James Downham from Ontario, a really awesome country music artist. We just listened to One Mile at a Time, but I want to talk about your 2019 single, Halfway to the Moon. I really like that one. I'm a big fan personally of just like upbeat country songs and for some reason that one reminded me a lot of like a great big sea song uh interesting so i'll tell you um halfway to the moon probably like i think i recorded that in 2014 and i didn't release it anywhere until uh i think 2020 and so that song was one that i had written maybe even years earlier than 2014 but it, it i always had it as an idea for like a like a children's song 
right? But it's it's fun, it's upbeat, it's you know, it's the it's about taking an imaginary vacation to the moon, I suppose, outer space. So the kind of thing a kid would want to do. But getting halfway there and you run out of underwear and then you gotta come home kind of thing. That's so that's that line in the chorus, kids love. So kids love this song and parents hate it because parents who I know who have played this for their kids, what children do is they'll put it on repeat. Like, and they'll listen to it 50 times in a row, right? Parents don't like that so much. But yeah, I just, it was, it was before I kind of had a band, before I got into music, but it was one that we, we performed live all the time because it was upbeat and energetic and it was just fun. And particularly if you're playing like festivals and fairs and things like that, there's kids around, it gives you an opportunity to play something that appeals to them. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, a favorite of mine for a lot of different reasons. And it was only, I think, just the beginning of the pandemic that I'm like, you know, I've got this song. I've recorded it. It was one of the, it was probably the first song that I recorded, uh, like even before the EP that I put out in 2015, but I'd never released it. So one day I'm just like, I just gotta just put that out there so that people can find it. I think people, some people need to hear this. Some people will probably hear it more often than they want, maybe if they get their kids get hold of it, but it's just a fun one for sure. It is a lot of fun. So let's listen to that right away here. And when we come back, I want to talk about one of the songs you did with Amanda Kind. But first, Halfway to the Moon.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. We're sitting down with James Downham today. It's been a lot of fun. We've been listening to a lot of very cool, upbeat, fun country songs. Now, one thing that I've noticed, too, is you like to collaborate with a lot of other artists. And you have a song, We're Okay, with Amanda Kind. We'll listen to that one in a couple minutes. But before we do that, do you want to tell me a little bit about that song and working with Amanda? Yeah, it, so that came out of the this virtual songwriting group that I was involved in. And so, it, and that was a really fun exercise. So what would happen is that anybody who was interested, it was really focused for artists or, or people involved in, in music in say Kitchener or Waterloo area. So just west of Toronto and, uh, and a little bit beyond. I'm in Stratford, so a little bit of west of that. But there were some people in Toronto. There's at least one guy in Vancouver, somebody from Los Angeles. So it was sort of like Kitchener, Waterloo and friends. And what would happen is that you would get um, just randomly put into a group. Like, so one person's going to be the artist, one person's going to, like a couple of people would be writing, and then somebody would be sort of like the track person to record. You would write a song over the course of the month, and at the end of the month, everybody got together and played a recording of the song they wrote. So I got involved in this group, and I did a couple months of that. And following one of the sessions, Amanda, who was one of the organizers of this, reached out to me directly, just Facebook Messenger, was like, I have an idea for a country song and I really like your voice and it's something I want to, I'd like to maybe sort of like kind of write with you. So I agreed. It was uh, Amanda Kind, uh, Matt Cable. I've mentioned his name a couple of times, a producer and co-writer, a, a friend of mine, and uh, Carrie DeMeyer, who's uh, an accomplished uh, country writer. We were in this group, kind of took the idea that Amanda had wrote this song and it's a duet. And so it, it was, we wrote it to be a duet, sort of reminiscent of like a Tim McGraw Faith Hill kind of thing, right? But as we were writing it, I'm like, man, like, I think this is really good. And I'm kind of due to record and release a song. I, I've been, you know, kind of been, hadn't really been doing that. I've been doing a lot of writing, but not releasing. How do we feel about putting this song out there? So that's what happened. So we, we recorded it. Uh, Matt was the producer. Um, Amanda and I sang on it. We had a blast. We, we just had a gig. Uh, just a few weeks ago where we performed that for only the second time ever together, which was total fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope uh, your listeners really like the song. I, I was really pleased with how the song turned out, how the recording turned out. And Amanda is a amazing vocalist. And I'm really happy to say that it, our experience on that song together uh, propelled her into pursuing a career in country music. So she was already working on music, but not necessarily country. And I think the response to the song and just the experience kind of pushed her in that direction. So I'll, I'll take a little bit of credit for whatever part I had to play in that. That's awesome. Well, we'll spin that. But we'll also put in that mix the other song that you suggested from Amanda, The Love Used to Live Here. I think that was one of her 2022 singles. Was there any reason in particular you picked that one? So it is right now it's her her. Uh, current single uh, out at Country Radio right now. I mean, it's just such a strong song and I just love Amanda's voice. So 
it's it's one of those songs that it's um, like emotionally evocative. It, it, like it talks about relationships that have ended, and most of us have at one time or another been in a relationship that ended that was difficult. But the vocal delivery in the song, just the soaring notes, and just the, it's a very fulfilling song to even just to listen to. So I really love it, and I hope your listeners do too. I hope they do too. And even if they don't, they're about to listen to it anyways. <laughs> So here's We're Okay, James Downham and Amanda Kine. And then right after, we'll spin her love used to live here. Standing in the kitchen, counting up the pennies, saying trap pig slip like a bag in our 20s. We've been through the ringer, but never liked before this time for us some more tears to dry ten years two kids but they're the reason why when you look at your brave face and I can't handle what's in store as long as I have you I'm okay I'm okay after all that we've been through I have faith
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I'm having a ton of fun here sitting down with James Downham, a country artist from Ontario. Now, most of the stuff we've been listening has been from your solo project, but I know you have a group band, the Durham County Band. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that band, and then uh, we'll play one of their songs as well. Durham County Band came about with a a group of friends of mine. So I had been starting my solo music career. Uh, So some of my buddies, um, a couple of them who are in my band and a producer that I've worked with, regularly would get together at my buddy's farm property. So my my buddy Mark uh, has a like a 20 acre farm with no buildings and no electricity in Durham, Ontario. So not to be confused with Durham County, which is in the Oshawa area, but Durham, Ontario was in Gray County, sort of north of Stratford up there. We can come to the whole name thing, but in any case, we would get together and hang out for the weekend and like camp out and, you know, cut down trees and do farming, just whatever we were doing, just like guys being guys, you know, having some drinks and whatever. And inevitably we would bring up the guitars. We'd all, that's always part of what we would do and play some songs and do a bit of writing. And I think we were just around the campfire one day and realized that like, you know, we've got more music in us than, than, than I can do in, in my solo thing. And we just need more of an outlet, I guess. So that's how that started. We just just doing some writing there, and Pete Wheeler, who is I think he's sort of like the the primary kind of the the leader of that band. At one point in time, when we were having these discussions, just I think he wrote like twenty songs in a week, and we got together, and he's like, "Hey, take a listen to these and let me know what you think." And we knew for sure, okay, we got to do something with this stuff. So that's how we got started. The cool thing about that band is that we have like everyone sings, right? And so uh, there are a couple songs that we put out that Mark was the singer on. There are several songs that um, Pete was the singer on. There are several songs that Emmanuel would do, some that I did. We haven't released them all. So we haven't released a, a Durham County Band song that I sang on, but I've been putting out music. But So that's really what it was. It was just a bunch of friends sitting by the fire, drinking a beer, playing some music and deciding, like, we need to get this stuff out there. I like it. But why is it called... Durham County Band, if it's not in Durham County. (laughs) So the farm property is just outside of Durham, Ontario. And recognizing that Durham County is another part of Ontario, we were just trying to figure out a name of a band that sort of reflect sort of the origins in Durham, um, but taking a little bit of artistic license to sort of, you know, some freedom to just change it a bit. Because Durham County Band just sounds cool and it rolls off the tongue. So... It, it, it was what it was. And it gives us something to talk about whenever we're, we're in Oshawa. People are like, oh, you're from the area. Like, well, not exactly. So. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It does roll off the tongue very nicely. And it sounds like it'd be a country band name. I do like it. Now, the song I want to spin in particular, because like I said before, I'm into those upbeat country songs. So I will favor that a little bit. But let's move. What a fun song. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. This, this is, yeah, I love this song. This is, uh, so this is Pete singing on this song, but this one, like, this is, this is like country dance music, so to speak, right? Like, this is upbeat. This is like, it, it, it kick up your boots and lay down a groove. Like, that's what this is all about. Like, this one is 
total fun for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, let's kick off our shoes and let's dance to it because you're going to want to. It's it's one of those songs. This is Let's Move from the Durham County Band. Move, let's move. Let the needle drop and let's all find that groove. That groove. Groove, groove, groove. to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for tuning in to background noise i hope you enjoyed that that was let's move from the durham county band i'm sitting down with james downham now that's his like 
band project. Most of the stuff we've been listening to today, though, has been from his solo venture. And I want to backtrack a little bit to your solo work and talk about your first and only EP that I found on Spotify, but specifically the song, That Game. Oh, That Game. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. That is, um, that's a song that my wife and I wrote together. Uh, like our one and only. And we've tried to recreate the moment. It, like, I remember this. We were uh, we were living in Kitchener at the time. I had a bit of a start for the idea. We had a bottle or two of wine. And we just wrote the song in, in its sort of entirety. And our subsequent attempts to try and write songs together haven't always gone so well. We have very different writing styles. You know, she might need to sort of like get an idea down and kind of quietly ruminate on it in the corner. And I might want to kind of actively you know, keep singing and playing and whatever. So it didn't really work out. But yeah, this one is, um, this was a triumph of co-writing between the two of us, I would say. And I think too, this is a, an example of a song where I wasn't aspiring at the time to, to be a country artist. Like I don't, I didn't think that that's what I was. And so this is a very guitar rock instrumentation type song, but I think it might be also one where when people hear my vocal style in it lends itself to country. So it maybe uh, people, people have said my early stuff was like the EP particularly was sort of like a, classic rock mix of country kind of thing or something like that, right? Which I'll take as a compliment, I guess. And as I said, my, my style's kind of evolved over time, and which I think is just natural for any artist. But this one is like a lot of the songs that, that I've done, which is really about relationships. And in this particular song, it's about relationships that didn't work out and, you know, and, and sort of the games that you, you play when you're in a relationship and who, from the chorus, who wins, who loses when you play that game, you know? Yeah, but... Um, but it was really cool to write a song with my wife and and release it, right? Like put it out on there and have something that the two of us did together. That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit more about the EP as a whole? Because you were saying that one came out, I think, in 2015. And was that around the same time that you had won that vocal contest? Yeah. So I had been recording with my buddy Pete for, like, I'd say casually for a couple of years. You know, like... And he's out in Fergus, so it would be like, hey, I'm going to come down on Saturday and maybe we'll work on some vocals for that song. So it was, it was, uh, I didn't have a project in mind. So we probably had, you know, the six or seven or eight songs that we'd been working on with no real end goal in mind, I guess. And then I signed up for the shot and won that. And part of winning the shot was some opportunities to perform in some larger events and festivals like there's a big music fest in in kitchener with some big bands that i got a slot on and and some other things and i'm like all of a sudden it was like i gotta get a band together uh we gotta have some music ready i called pete up i'm like hey man like we gotta we gotta finish this like these songs to kind of wrap them up and i and put the ep together so it was something that came together slowly and quickly all at the same time because we'd been kind of doing it over a couple of years but when it needed to be done, it needed to be done so that I had a product and some songs and, you know, people were still, you know, buying CDs at the time. And so put that up pretty quickly and, you know, continued to do newer music later. But that's always been the thing that I had, you know, could put in somebody's hand and introduce them to my music with. Cool. Well, let's spin that game off that EP. And then when we come back, unfortunately, 
have to kind of wrap up the show, but we will play and talk about one more song before we go.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise today. It has been so much fun. We are sitting down with James Downham. Now, before we go, I want to play one more song because I thought it was fun to end it with. Baby, are you ready? Your 2018 single. <laughs> So why don't you go ahead, tell me a little bit more about that song. Yeah, so this, uh, interestingly, Baby Are You Ready was was going to be a Durham County Band song. So this, I told you that there, we didn't release one that I had sang. This was going to be a Durham County Band song. It was with that group of guys. And then I just sort of on the, the my release schedule, I, I was needing to put out a piece of music. And I'm like, I really like that song. And uh, and we, we hadn't had a scheduled plan to release it for Durham County bed. So I kind of stole it from the other group, <laughs> essentially, uh, you know, so I, I'd already recorded it, like already done the vocals and everything. And I'm like, I think that like, I think I could put that out there. And, and none of the guys objected. So I kind of stole that one from, from Durham County band, if you can steal from your own projects, but yeah. And it, and it's a fun one too. And I, again, like sort of really uh, lots of good guitar in there and yeah, a, a fun, a fun song. It is a lot of fun. And honestly, that just made it even more fun and more funny that you just stole it from your other band. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap up the show, is there anything you would like to add for the listeners? I think just that I mentioned earlier, I'm working on my debut, so to speak, debut full length album. And so just wrapping up the recording, that's going to be coming out in April. Um, I will have some, so I'll have a bunch of new music. So uh, today you've heard a couple of the songs are, that are on that album, um, but there's a bunch more. I'm really excited about this. Um, I filmed my first music video, like, you know, with a real production crew and pro stuff, you know. So that was really cool. That was with Roadhouse Productions. They do a lot of uh, the uh, independent country artists in Ontario. They put out 
fantastic videos. So really excited about that. That's for an upcoming song called Wine and Whiskey. You'll want to listen for that's probably in the new year. And I'm also really excited. I, I, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you thought that like the production value was sounded like good top 40 quality country music. And, um, and I've been working with some top notch Canadian country musicians on this. So like some of the best musicians in the industry who support a lot of the major label artists and, and other accomplished artists. So I really wanted to up my game. Uh, with with this particular album and I well I'll leave it to your listeners to to determine if I've done that or not but um, uh, so really excited about that coming up in April so just keep your eyes open the album is going to be called The Long Way Home and uh, so be on the lookout. I like that title that is a really good country album title I mean I I grew up in the country rural. I think that's why I liked Raised On so much is, is again, we talked about those, those small town roots. I, I, I felt that at my small town roots. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what we were raised on. And you know what? You always take the long way home. And that the name, so it's from, it's a line from One Mile at a Time. And it's about that. It's like, you know, taking the dirt road, taking the long way home and not being in a hurry necessarily. But for me, it was also like musically, like I said, like my journey sort of meandered through different styles and different genres. And, and I think every, everything was leading me to where I am now doing country. Like even when I thought I wasn't doing country, I was doing country. And that's what people kept telling me. And so I think that that was sort of it's just a, a one line to talk about where my journey is. Like, that, like this is where I belong and I might have taken a long way to get there. And I'm probably a little bit older than some other artists that, that are, you know, getting started. But, you know, that's the journey that, that you take, right? It's, it's, it's the long way, the long way home. So that's, that's where that came from, too. I love that. Well, for the listeners, I will uh, take you on the Instagram post. But if you're just listening, you can follow him at James Downham Music. Uh, on Instagram, you can find them on Spotify, pretty sure you're on Bandcamp, Apple Music, all that fun stuff. But before we go, like I promised, we're going to leave you with one more song. Baby, are you ready?
It's over. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.